Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome back to the Shredding for Gold podcast. I am your host, Emily Trepanier, a.k.a. Starfish, um, of this podcast. And welcome to episode 11 of the Shredding for Gold podcast. And welcome to 2022. Uh, Happy New Year, everyone. Uh, I trust you all had a good holiday. Um... And I am happy to be back with you guys, and this is going to be episode 11. Um, yeah, and we're into a new year. It's 2022, and uh, yeah, things have been going well. Um, before we get started into this episode, I just wanted to remind you all to check out the podcast um, at our brand new website for it going to be where uh, the podcast is going to be living um, and it's at www.shreddingforgold.com um, so there you can see you can learn more about the podcast you can listen to every episode of the podcast and you can also um, subscribe to the podcast there as well and I believe you can also rate and review the podcast on my website as well and of course if you have um, uh, your wonderful assistants, um, they can play the podcast as well. So just ask your assistant to play the Shredding for Gold podcast and they will hopefully happily play it for you. Um, as well, uh, other exciting news. Um, um, for those who have been following the adventures before, before this podcast um, came about, um, you'll know that uh, the team Starfish, which is uh, which is my team, um, we had a website uh, for Team Starfish so that people could go onto the website, and um, it was kind of like a one-stop website for all things Team Starfish. So you could see like social media stuff and some of the upcoming events that were happening and some pictures. We added some pictures of both on-hill training and off-hill training and just a whole bunch of other things that are on the website. Well, um, we've actually switched um, providers and we have been in the process of doing a whole huge revamp of the Team Starfish website. And although it's still under construction and there's still lots to do on the website, I wanted to share that you can now check out our brand new revamped Team Starfish website. Um, just take a note, we are constantly um, updating stuff on that website. So um, if you see it now, it's probably going to look different the next time you look at it. Um, because we are constantly updating it. And actually we're going to be rolling out another update very, very soon. Just uh, finish doing some finishing top touches on the backside and then we'll be able to release all the brand new content on the website. So um, if you want to check it out, um, it's the same website as it used to be. So it is um, www.teamstarfish.ca. And so we'll make sure we'll put both the Shredding for Gold podcast uh, and the Team Starfish website uh, as part of the... Um, the podcast uh, description, if you will, for this website, and we'll make sure it stays up there for uh, all upcoming episodes. 
um, but because it, those are kind of important websites as well. Um, as well, I just want to say if you are looking into getting into podcasting and you are interested and you have uh, a disability or you want to talk about something related to disability or something along the lines of that, um, the WY Excuse Network, so the What Your Excuse Network, is always looking for new podcasters and to add new shows to the their podcasting network. So um, feel free to check them out. Um, it's You can find them at www.wyexcuse.com and you'll see uh, a bunch of fun things on that website. Um, that's my... That's where my podcast is as well. Um, and then there's a few new, uh, brand new podcasts uh, that have been added to the website as well. And we're also working on adding a few new podcasters as well. Um, uh, so uh, feel free to check that out. Um, so yeah, how was everybody's holidays? Um, mine was good. Um, for those who didn't know or who didn't listen to the last episode, um, I ended up going home to Ontario for a few weeks for the holidays to visit family and friends. So that was really nice. Um, got to have some really good um, quality time with family, some close family, and a few of my friends as well. So that was really, really nice. We did a lot of, um, we celebrate Christmas, so, and I'm sort of deemed as the, uh, cherry middle uh, master so that's a type of cookie if you're not aware um they're uh, i want to it's like a cookie with uh, maraschino cherry inside and then um you dip it into dark chocolate um it can either be milk chocolate or dark chocolate um and then you sprinkle uh, a bit of a uh, melted white chocolate on it as well uh so i'm kind of like the master of the cherry middle cookie if you will um ask any of my family members and any friends who have had the uh the amazing trepanier baking and they'll tell you uh that i am indeed the uh cherry middle cookie monster Uh, not monster master i am the cherry middle cookie master (laughs) i am not a monster (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, that's going to be a fun one. Um, but, yeah, it was fun. So we did lots of baking for cookies. Um, so we make uh, cherry middle cookies. We make baklava, which is equally delicious and amazing. Um, if you don't know what baklava is, just look it up. It's all kinds of deliciousness. Um, we made butter tart squares. Um... We made jam-filled cookies, which is exactly what it sounds like. Um, we put make cookies, uh, stick your thumb in to make a bit of a uh, a pocket, and then you put uh, raspberry jam. It has to be raspberry jam. It can't be any other jam, so it just doesn't taste right. And then you eat those, and then you can also like add sprinkles to them. And we have a lot of fun decorating those as well, especially my um. My nieces have a lot of fun doing those as well. So we always do those as well. Uh, what else? Um, I didn't help make, but um, they also make date uh, square cookies. Those aren't my favorite, but um, 
that's okay. I don't always have the like all the cookies that we make. Um, but yeah, we always have made. Uh, we've always had made a bunch of cookies at the, on the holidays, and uh, a few years we've actually um, sold like uh, sold cookies to people. So they would they would order trays of cookies, and then we would like make them and then deliver to them. And um, so that was fun. We did that for a few years. Um, that's always fun to do because it's always nice to like, especially at the holidays. I, it's always nice to share um, different things with uh, your family and friends. So yeah, that's always fun. So we did a lot of that. Um, just a lot of um, relaxing with family. I got to see my nieces, a few of my nieces quite a bit. Um, they live pretty close by to where my mom lives, so um, we took turns going there, and they t came over to my mom and Jim's place as well, so that was really fun. Um, nice to see them. I, I miss them a lot, um, and they miss me a lot too, so it's it's nice to see them in person. We do FaceTime them, and but, it, you know, the in-person in um, in visiting is always very special, so... Um, <laughs> they were basically there as soon as I got home for the holidays. So, um, the original plan was they were going to come, like, as soon as I got off the plane and be, like, waiting at my mom and uh, Jim's place. But they just came the day after, uh, right in the morning. So, it was really nice to see them. They have grown so much. They're so much taller than they were last year. And I, I, and I remember saying this the last time I went home, which was last Christmas, how much taller they got. And then coming home this holiday, oh my goodness, they've like sprouted both of them. <laughs> it's crazy. My one niece is actually almost the same height as me, so it's kind of crazy. They're growing up so much, and uh, I'm so proud of how well they're doing. And I know they miss me a lot, and I know my family misses me a lot, and friends miss me a lot. I miss them a lot too, but you know, we make it work. And oh, it's always fun to like see them when I come home and stuff. So um, it's always a really special time. Um, so yeah, we got to hang out with lots of family. Uh, I got to see a few of my friends. Um, a few of my friends. Um, we did some beach trips. Um, don't worry, we didn't swim. Well, I didn't swim, I should say. Uh, darling... I think is part polar bear and so she decided she would go swimming uh, each time we went to uh, the beach. Um, she didn't like full out swim she just went in there and like splashed around and then like and then got out of the water but still she's she's still part polar bear I'm convinced. Um, she every time I had to dry her off she had like mini ice cubes forming so the water was cold so the girl is crazy but she loves her water so and she's happy she was happy and loved running around the beach and sniffing everything and trying to get trying to eat things that she wasn't supposed to but you know she's a dog so she's gonna do that um yeah I did I went into London where I used to live to see a few co-workers and some friends there as well so that was nice to catch up to them um didn't get to see everyone I wanted to um but you know that's 
that's how things are rolling right now with this whole pandemic that's happening, right? So, um, but it was still nice to see the people that I did see. So, um, and as one of my friends said, there's always next time, right? So, and I'll definitely be home for visits again. I'm not sure exactly when I'm going home, but I'm thinking I'll be going for a visit again in the summer sometime. So, I think that's the plan at this point. Um, but we'll see how things go. Yeah, so that was kind of like my holiday. Um, we were going to go to the the mountains. Um, it just was so icy, though. Um, the, yeah, it was so icy. Um, so the weird thing is, um, so uh, when I left, uh, for Ontario, uh, Ontario was having, uh, unseasonably warm weather, so it was, like, there was no, like, crazy, there's no snow or anything, whereas in British Columbia, uh, I got a bunch of pictures from family and, uh, I got a bunch of pictures from friends and stuff saying, whoa, look how much snow we got in British Columbia, I'm like, what? That's so weird, because, like, it's, like, green here in Ontario, and usually it's the opposite. Usually British Columbia is green this time of year, and Ontario is, like, super white and super cold and stuff, but uh, that was not the case. So things were pretty icy, and it wasn't really super cold, so uh, uh, the hill was very, would have been very icy, and uh, we tried to make it work, but unfortunately it really didn't, uh, work out, but that's okay. Um, uh, next time, there's always next time in the winter when I come home to go on the hill. It's not, it's always going to be there, so, um, so I was a little sad that we didn't get to meet up with the hill coaches, but, you know, life goes on. <laughs> life goes on. <coughs> Sorry, friends. Little tickle in my throat, that's weird. Mm. But yeah, it was just nice to be home in Ontario for a few weeks. Um, I didn't do a whole lot of social media stuff for the, for, I didn't do a whole lot of social media stuff because I really wanted to like focus on like being with family and friends and just like having some time with them because I know uh, life is going to get really busy here uh, with winter season coming up and with me returning to training and racing, which is actually a really good segue because that's kind of wanted, that's kind of what I wanted to chat about next. So, um, I returned to the mountain, I returned to training at the mountain, um, for the, for winter 2022 season, um, as of January 15th, 2022 at 7.30 a.m., I am so excited to be returning to the mountains and to be a part of the vast Blue Streaks race program this winter season. Um, I'm incredibly excited. Um, there's definitely some anxiety and nerves because it's like, it's, it's, it's a brand new team and, um, it's like, even though I had a little bit of experience last year on these mountains, there's just a lot of like new things that are going to be going on but at the same time I am so excited 
um, to get back to uh, training on the mountain and to get back to some racing as well uh, in the mountains. Um, it'll be my first year racing on these mountains, um, so that's pretty exciting. Um, the last time I raced was in Ontario, and that was like uh, a that was not last season, but the last season before. So, and that was just before the pandemic hit. So, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. There's nerves, but I mean, I would be really worried if there wasn't. Um, and I, I think the nerves and the anxiety are a good thing in a way because it tells me that, hey, um, it. It, it tells me that I'm, I, I guess I could say, I, it tells me that I'm human. I, I mean, I haven't raced for almost a year and a half. So going back into racing um, is exciting and nerve-wracking. Um, but it's also a different, it's going to be different racing because now suddenly instead of racing down hills, I'm racing down mountains, so they are bigger, they are going to be steeper, um, uh, there's going to be a lot more snow, um, but I know I'm going to adjust, and it's, and I know this is just like, this is just all part of the journey of getting, like, competing towards the Paralympics, it's, it's like the next step towards competing at the Paralympics, so, this is a, it's a big step, but I mean, uh, my goal is to compete at the Paralympics. So if I want to compete at the Paralympics, um, I need to be used to and need to be comfortable, uh, racing and training down, uh, bigger mountains and stuff. Cause they're not going to be like small little hills that I'm going to be racing down at the Paralympics. Uh, they're big mountains. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's exciting. And then there's, the other part of the where the anxiety is coming from is um, just like getting used to the new team. Uh, I'm very excited to meet them. Very excited to meet them. Um, uh, it's gonna take a little bit to like gain trust and like confidence working with them, but I know we'll be able to do it. Um, I've done it before. I've had to like meet new teams and had to like work on gaining trust and confidence and that that all comes um I've had that experience with going to some race camps where for whatever reason my regular coaches and guides couldn't attend with me so I had to gain I had to work with uh different coaches and guides and so it's it's there's there's a period of time where you have to like work on the like, especially at the beginning part of the time, it's super important to, like, work on building rapport with your, between you, like, the athlete and coach have to work on that. Um, so, it's, it's not a super unfamiliar thing for me, but it's also, it's, it's, it's still something, it's still new, but it's, again, it's part of the, it's part of the adventure as a blind athlete that it's not always going to be the same people that are going to be training you um, as you move up, if you will, in 
in where you're working towards, um, you are going to come, you are going to have new experiences and, um, and that includes working with new, um, coaches and guides and support staff. Um, it's so, it's not like, it's not like, um, it's not like, it's not a super bad thing. And honestly, it's not. It's a good thing. It's it helps you grow as an athlete. Um it helps you get it helps you learn more about yourself. Um it helps you become a better like a better person overall because it helps you to learn to adapt to different situations and different challenges and different adventures. So, it's not a bad thing whatsoever. I'm really excited. Um knowing that I was moving out west, I knew that this was, this was going to have to happen. I would have to meet new teams and work with them. So it's not like I went into moving out west not knowing that that was going to happen. I knew that was going to happen. So um, uh, going to some of those race camps prior to moving out west and working with different coaches and stuff, um, it's kind of given me a taste of what it's like. And Honestly, it works out really great. Um, obviously, there's that period of time where it's a bit of a, a bit of a learning curve for everyone, and the period of time where there's not a whole lot of trust and confidence and comfort. But um, I guess what I'm saying is that it's not my first rodeo. <laughs> it's not the first time that I've done this, and it won't be the last time that I do this. So. Um, Although it is nerve-wracking and there is some anxiety that goes along with it, I'm also very excited and I'm super happy that I'm going to have uh, a really good, solid team that will be working with me. I'm super excited to be meeting them on January 15th. So I've been told, I don't know, can't share names or anything yet because I don't know them yet. Um, but I will know them soon, that I'm going to have um, snowboarding coaches and uh, a group of guides as well that'll be um, working with me. So I'm very excited about that, and I plan to hopefully bring them onto the podcast and introduce you to them so that you guys can meet them and learn a little bit more about them. So look for that in an upcoming episode coming uh, soon on the podcast. Um, another thing that I, um, that comes along that I think is like driving the, uh, the feelings is that I haven't done a whole lot of racing and mountain training since like the beginning of the pandemic. So there's a little bit about how am I going to do, um, Will I be able to get back to um, where I was pre-pandemic or will it be different? Um, How is it going to look? Is it going to look, is the racing uh, training going to be set up differently? Um, So there's a lot of like that running through my mind right now. Um, I'm definitely was very, uh, it was definitely very hard last season. when you hear that uh, there's a lot of like it's not going to be the normal season that you expected it to be. 
Um, it was definitely hard to hear that. Um, and it kind of, uh, it kind of, um, made me upset. Um, and I know, like, it was, I wasn't upset with anyone in particular. I was just, I think I was just a little bit, I, I think I was just a little bit disappointed that, um, I had this whole thing in my head that the season was going to go a certain way. And then suddenly the tons of restrictions came in and it's the, the whole training had to be like, uh, it had to be, um, uh, drastically switched around and changed and all, all that. So, um, it definitely was hard hearing that, uh, last season, especially so close to, the um, the season starting, um, cause I had just got invited onto the race team and things were very, it was very exciting. And then all of a sudden, um, uh, things went very drastically downhill. Um, I know that's a little bit of a weird saying, but honestly, um, but going into this season, um, there's a feeling of excitement but there's also a feeling of just, um, um, it's, it's like a feeling, it's like a refreshing feeling almost. Um, I'm excited to get back to training and racing, but I'm also excited to just like have some normalcy back. Um, even though it's still going to look, it's still going to look differently than what it was before. I'm just excited to like and excited and happy to get back to some more consistent training and more consistent racing. Even though I know it's probably going to not be quite the same as what I'm used to. I'm just, I'm just relieved to be getting back to some normalcy. Um, this pandemic has been hard on all of us. Um, and as an athlete, uh, I'm not saying that I have had a harder time than other people. I'm not, in no way am I saying that. But it's also been really hard on us athletes because we weren't able to do what we all were wanting to do last season. No one was training the way that they thought they were going to be training. There were no races last season all across Canada and much of the world. There wasn't any racing or anything happening. So was really hard on all of us. Um, there's a lot of emotions. I've spoke to a lot of um, athletes and their coaches from on and off and just like hearing from them and hearing how they felt and stuff. I can tell you there's been a lot of emotions around that. Um, so getting back to a bit of normalcy, more normalcy than what it has been this season is going to be amazing for all of us. And so I'm really excited. I'm, I know I keep saying I'm really excited, but honestly, guys, I am so excited to get back on snow. Um, I have missed, uh, I've missed it so much. Um, even though I got to go out a few times last season, I have missed it so much. I'm just excited to be able to doing, going, being able to do it more this season. So, um, yeah, I'm so excited. Um, yeah, it's going to be awesome. So I start on January 15th. Um, like I said, at 7.30 a.m. 
Um, the cool thing is, is that we're meeting at Starbucks at the bottom of the mountain, so you know who's going to have some pre-training uh, fuel from Starbucks. I feel like I should reach out to Starbucks eventually and see if they would, like, sponsor athletes or something. That might be something to look into. I, I'm, I, this can be fun. I would be totally awesome if we could, like, get me sponsored by Starbucks. I, I love their coffee and beverages and stuff. So, oh, I just thought of something, guys. This is, that would be kind of cool, right? What do you guys think? Do you think it would be cool to be, like, sponsored by a coffee company? I mean, I've been sponsored by a sock company. I've been sponsored by a, a cheese company. I've been sponsored by a, a hill company. But being sponsored by a coffee company, I could go down with that. What do you think, guys? Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> Rambling thoughts from me as I think about these things in my head. I'm gonna. T- I'm definitely gonna look into this, guys. I will let you know how this goes, how this plays out. Anyways, guys, I've been rambling on too long. I am very excited for the upcoming season. Definitely some nerves, but also I am very excited. Um, and we also have some exciting things happening for the podcast coming up. Um, I'm not going to tell you a whole lot, but I will say we are working on getting some really cool people onto the podcast. We also have some really fun topics um, for this podcast that are coming up. Um, The one thing I will say as a little teaser is that we might have a Paralympic uh, snowboarder on. Um, Someone that I really look up to and who has really inspired me um, working with... uh, working with them right now to, um, if all things go as planned, hopefully having him on the podcast soon. So, um, that's just a little teaser for you guys, but we have so many things in the works. And so we hope that, I hope that you guys continue to listen to this podcast. Um, let us know how we're doing with this podcast. What do you want us to change? What do you want us to keep doing? What, maybe you have a topic that you, maybe you might be interested in learning more about, um, that you think we should explore. Uh, let us know. Um, email me, trepanyeemily at yahoo.ca. That's T-R-E-P-A-N-I-E-R-E-M-I-L-Y at yahoo.ca. Or you can always reach us by leaving us a review on our podcast website, or wherever you leave your podcast, uh, wherever you watch your po- like wherever you listen to the podcast, or visit www.wyexcuse.com slash shredding for gold, or visit the Shredding for Gold podcast website as well, www.shreddingforgold.com, or even check out the www.teamstarfish.ca website and feel free to leave us messages there. We have ways to get um get a hold of us so and we will make sure to put those ways um in the podcast description as well so um yeah okay guys um this is it that's it that's all for episode 11 and we will see you all next time um again exciting things ahead 
am very excited for the uh, very excited for the um, what's to come and can't wait to bring you along on this uh, this adventure as we continue to work um, towards competing at the Paralympics. Talk to you guys soon. Thanks again for listening.